Oh, hey, girl. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, really? That's beautiful. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. What up, what up, everybody? It's your favorite girl, Lady B. If you're not already, then I'm soon to be. And um, I am back with another episode. This episode is probably going to be um, pretty short. Um, you know, I, for the, y'all probably been wondering where I've been for the past two and a half weeks, first of all. Well, um, about two and a half weeks ago, <laughs> the day before I usually record, um, I got my wisdom teeth pulled and things got a little painful. Um, I developed dry socket, had to get that taken care of, and then my jaw just still been hurting, so I just kind of been um, laying low, but I am back, and like I said, this episode is going to be brief just because got a lot going on, got sick babies, um, got sick parents, got <laughs> just a lot, so um, bear with me, um, and yeah. This episode is going to be about moms and um, mental health. Like I said, I'm just going to talk briefly about it. I will get more into it later. Hopefully, I can have somebody come on uh, to talk about, you know, how deep it actually really gets. But I'm just going to tell y'all from my perspective for now. um, Y'all know I ain't no doctor or no therapist. I ain't got no degree. So just, um, (laughs) you know, take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. But um, anyways, now for the word of the week. Now we're from Lady B. So my word of the week this week is going to be about checking on your friends. Um, you know, everybody got a lot going on in life. Everybody is busy. Everybody has work or they have, you know, their business endeavors or school or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, you never know what somebody is going through and what somebody is struggling with. Or if you do know what they're going through and what they're struggling with, that's all the more reason why you need to check on your friends often and make sure that you are somebody, that you make yourself somebody who they can um, talk to and open up to because people need that um if they don't have that they resort to other um more destructive behaviors like you know drugs alcohol sex sometimes um hell just isolation um you know just a lot of unhealthy behaviors that could have been avoided if they had somewhere to turn to so you know if you see that your friends or your family or whoever is um saying things out of the ordinary or they're not as active or they're distancing themselves or they're acting different just check on them and make sure that everything is right in their world um you know Even if you just let them know, hey, like, I'm here for you if you need to talk. I won't judge you. This is a judgment-free zone, et cetera, et cetera. You know, or, you know, volunteer to take them for a drink. Get their little, get their, you know, guard down a little bit. And then, you know, have them kind of talk to you about what's going on. Or whatever their advice may be. Don't have to be a drink. But 
you know, just just make sure that you are a person that people can turn to and talk to. Um so that, you know, when times get rough, they can talk to you and vice versa. You know, you need to be able to lean on somebody as well. Find somebody that you can lean on um, and talk to in times of turmoil. So, yeah. So, like I said before, this episode is going to be about um, mental health and moms. Um in general, you know, women, we struggle with uh, a lot of things day to day, as well as men, but, um, woo, us mothers, <laughs> like I've told y'all before, I'm a mom of three, um, two are twins, and so, um, a lot of people I find, um, either ignore or undermine or just kind of underestimate the day-to-day mental health struggles that um moms go through and so in this episode like I said it's gonna be short but I just wanted to highlight those things and make it kind of bring awareness to the fact that you know it is a struggle um me when I had my well let's let's start with my first child so with my first child I was fairly young um and I didn't realize it, but I kind of suffered from postpartum um, depression. And so I feel like I didn't get to connect with my child um, at the beginning as as strongly as I could have or should have. Um, And so, you know, that kind of took a toll on our relationship later, um, as well as some other things taking place. But um, it when I had my twins is when (laughs) things got really, really bad. Um, so, you know, for the life of him, I'm sure (laughs) my twins dad could not figure out why I was crying every day or, you know, never wanted him to leave the house, always wanted him around. And it was because I was suffering from postpartum anxiety, which is very, very common in women um, who have just had babies Um, postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety are very can get very serious you know people wonder why moms you know suddenly just don't want their kids or they you know just leave them crying or in in most severe cases um, you know they'll you know kill their babies or whatever which is very sad and should always you know, people should, a mom should never kill her child, but that early on, um, you know, postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety can play a huge part if you don't know to seek help and you don't know the, the symptoms of it. Um, men, I would, especially if you have a baby on the way or if you're wife, girlfriend, or baby mama, you know, has had children and you see that she's acting kind of weird, educate yourself on postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety because they are very real and, um, you know, the symptoms are apparent. If you feel like, you know, that they're not acting like themselves or they're not connecting with the baby, you need to take the initiative to tell her to seek help or to get seek help for her. You know, y'all have 
we have several doctor's appointments after um, the babies are born, you know, and you can be there to say, yeah, I think that she is acting different. I don't think that she's doing very well mentally or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, people don't realize that when you have kids, it's a struggle. You know, first of all, you have everybody critiquing your every move as a mom you know what you feed what you feed your babies whether you formula feed or breastfeed when they can have solids when they can have milk why what what they should wear what they should um you know do or you know what you should be giving them how you should be giving them baths what you should you know do when they're sick what every every single choice that you make sorry not make make (laughs) as a mom is critiqued by the world, essentially. And so, you know, not only are you having to navigate your own mental health, but you are having to care for another person or people um, while trying to navigate that. And that is very hard. You know, you're, like I said, your parents are probably the first ones, if not your sister or brother, if not the rest of the world, are telling you how you should be raising your kid from the moment that they touch earth. And so with the pressures of, you know, everybody telling you how to raise your kid, plus you trying to deal with either postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety or just acclimating to this new life, with these, you know, new little people, it gets, it's very stressful, and it's very, it takes a huge toll on you, you know, um, me personally, I couldn't bring myself to go back to work, um, four months or so after I had, so I got, I got, um, maternity leave for about four months, and I just could not bring myself to do it, um, I had, such high anxiety about leaving them with anyone including their dad that it just made me I just couldn't do it now in hindsight that was wasn't the best decision however it is what it is you can't help how you feel um you know moms don't get a break you know people will be like oh why are you crying it's okay you know you you can leave your baby or your baby's good or whatever, but it's like, in reality, you know, you created this life and when you have to leave them to go and provide for them, it just, it kind of crushes your heart. Like, it kind of puts you in a in a mental space that makes you feel like a failure because, you know, well, why haven't I secured the resources beforehand to make sure that we are good for x amount of time or you know like why haven't I you know why didn't I secure a relationship with somebody who could stay home while I go to work or you know to where I could stay home while he goes to work and provides like and even in that is it's hard because at some point we all feel like we're failing. We are constantly failing. The reason that we get called such great moms is because we don't let the failure stop us from 
trying to reach our full potential. However, it can get very, very dark when you're, you know, when you're a mom and the kids are, you're, you haven't eaten all day or you, you know, you haven't had a shower in two days. And, you know, so you feel like crap because you haven't been able to take care of yourself. And then, you know, you turn around and your kid, your baby or babies, because like I said, I have twins. So your babies are screaming at the same time and there's nothing you can do to console them at the moment. Or, you know, if you're breastfeeding, they're cluster feeding, which means they're at the breast every hour. So you can't get anything done around the house. And, you know, if you have a spouse, your spouse is coming home and they're wondering why, you know, the clothes aren't washed or the dishes aren't done or, you know, the, you know, the, the floor isn't swept or whatever the case may be. Like, it's hard. Like, and, you know, as moms, there's mom groups you get in and they tell you, you know, put that laundry basket down and, you know, you you need to take care of yourself. You need to pay attention to baby. But the thing is that it's hard when, you know, you are dealing with other people and dealing with a spouse who expects, you know, the things that you did before baby to, to happen with baby plus taking care of the the work that it takes to to take care of your kids so you know y'all gotta cut us some slack like period <laughs> like you know check on your check on your spouses and check on your you know your mom peers because things can get real deep out here like it is it is imperative that us as moms get time to ourselves maybe just an hour just to take a shower or you know an outing with our friends and not get judged for it a lot of times moms finally get a moment to ourselves and then that moment is used against us like we're adults we're humans too Yes, we want to go out and have a drink with our friends and leave the babies at home with dad or babysitter or grandparents or whoever. We shouldn't shouldn't be faulted for that. Like, you can't expect us to, you know, have babies and just say, well, no, I'm not ever going out again. Or no, I'm never, I don't want to, you know, leave the house. I did for a long time, but then... I got pushed out of the house like, no, you need to go like you need to go have a drink. You need to go with your friends. You need to go do something. And then when I did, it got used. It got um, used in an argument at a later time. So, you know, stop doing that. Like moms are human, too. We need a break, too. Like. Fellas, y'all get to go out and do whatever y'all want to do in the name of, oh, you know, I'm stressed out. Work has me stressed. I, I can't, you know, I can't keep up. Da, 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 da. And it's just like nobody fault y'all for that. Nobody fault y'all for your mediocre <laughs> mental health needs when in reality you just want to blow off some steam and get out the house. Like moms, we're dealing with poop, throw up, um, you know, if you're my twins, they like to sneeze when I'm putting the 
a bite of food in their mouth and it gets the food gets everywhere or you're dealing with you know dirty sticky babies who want to who want to hell have fits over you know the smallest of things if you have toddlers it's even worse because they're mad about the color of the spoon that you gave them um because they wanted the red one and not the blue one and their sister got the blue one i mean the red one and now they're having a full-on meltdown like why why is it that society faults women for their basic human necessities like i don't get it so um yeah i just need y'all you know i need us as a society to do better when it comes to um to how we treat our moms because you know, when you have kids, like I said, not only are you taking care of yourself, you can't, you don't have the luxury of getting in the shower when you want to anymore, just up and leaving anymore the way you used to, especially if it's your first child. You have to get used to a completely new world and a completely new um, environment as far as, you know, remembering to dress baby as well as yourself and, or hell, just remembering to take care of yourself versus just taking care of the baby um you can't just up and leave the house whenever you want to you can't just take a shower whenever you want to you can't eat whenever you want to you can't you know you can't get dressed up and go out like like what you used to you got to be careful how much you drink because you can't get drunk because you still have to be able to care for your babies um as far as work goes you know we get judged for whether we go to work um and you know get money or if we decide to stay home with our babies we're be we're considered to be lazy like everything you do as a mom is weighted and that creates um a certain resentment within yourself it creates depression it can it just it puts you in a bad mental state because I can guarantee you that most moms who are doing it are trying their hardest. And when everything, when every decision that you make is critiqued, it puts you in a space of why, like, why am I even trying, you know? But then you get faulted for that because you're a mom. You should be able to power through whatever is thrown at you. But it's like, no, like me personally, I don't do throw up well. And so I had to enlist some help the other night because my son was sick and he threw up all over my bed. Um, like throw up is just one of those things that I can't really do. Like, and I shouldn't be faulted for that. <laughs> like there are certain things that mom should be able to say, hey, I I can't really do this one. I need some help. And they should not be criticized or faulted for that. Um, like I said, this episode is going to be brief and short. I just wanted to bring this to the light because I feel like it doesn't get enough t- attention um, and it doesn't get enough exposure about the things that women go through mentally as um, when they have kids. So um, you guys just do some research about, you know, especially like I said, if you're having kids or, you know, you are you're with somebody who has kids check on that person allow them to be human um 
you know, do some research on the effects of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and how long it can last and and the times that it can onset. It can onset later than just when the baby is first born. Like it can it can come on hell two years later, up to two years later, I believe. So, you know, check on your people. Cause we moms, we struggling out here. Um, you know, these past two weeks have been difficult for me myself. Um, you know, cause I'm I'm a mom but I'm also an entrepreneur and so trying to get this business off the these businesses off the ground as well as dealing with three children and you know just navigating society in general is pretty difficult and it can put you like I said in a really dark space so just check on your check on your mom friends (laughs) um if they ask you for help help them because Nobody takes cries for help seriously until the person is either dead or close to death because they've taken on some destructive um, some destructive behavior and destructive practices. Like, take those things seriously. Like, if somebody's asking you for help or is a mom and they're like, hey, yo, like, I'm on edge. I don't know how much longer I can take this, you know. I'm in a dark space, I need help, maybe just somebody come sit with the babies or sit with my kids or whatever for just a few minutes, like, take that seriously, because that's them trying to avoid making it to the point of destruction, and once they hit that point, once they hit a breaking point, it becomes dangerous, not only for them, but for their children. Um, somebody in one of my mom groups asked if single moms feel like they survived a year. I mean, when they make like a birthday, like when the child turns one or, you know, another age, like, do they feel like, ooh, I survived another year? And um, somebody was like, it's not survival. It's not they're not wild animals, but it's like, no, you're surviving because not only have do you have to provide and care for yourself, keep yourself fed, keep yourself showered, keep a job, keep uh, bills paid. But you have to make sure that another little human or humans are taken care of. That's survival. Like, you are oftentimes sacrificing the things you need for this other little person or little people. Like, if that's not survival, I don't know what is. Keeping everything afloat in order to make sure that little person or little people is good. Yeah, that's 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 called survival. <laughs> like, and a lot of people are not doing so hot, especially in this economy, in this climate. You know, the government shut down. There's a lot of government workers out there like... We gotta we we as moms are first in line to um maintain responsibility with our kids and if we don't, like I said, we catch all kind of flack for it. So shout out to all my moms out there. We surviving, we doing the damn thing. To all you other people who don't have kids or if you're a spouse or 
you know, the dad or whatever, check on check on your people. Check on your wife, check on your girlfriend, check on your baby mama. Like, <clears throat> and if they ask for help, try your best to get them help because that's their, I'll say their final effort before things can get destructive. And you'll look back and you'll wonder why, but it'll be because when they ask for help, you didn't necessarily give it to them or you didn't try to help them and it'll kind of be your fault <laughs> um so yeah I don't have a we don't give a fuck moment or a beautiful moment this week because like I said this episode is kind of short I just wanted to come on here and talk about that and let you guys know why I've been absent for the past two and a half weeks um you know Moms, I hope y'all can relate. Men and non-moms, I hope y'all can gain an understanding. Um, I said it before and I'll keep saying it. If don't nobody else love y'all, know that I do. Um, And I will see y'all next week, the next couple weeks and next couple episodes. I'll I'll be having guests and y'all will definitely enjoy those episodes because... I got a comedian, an entrepreneur, and um, a co- and victims of um, sexual abuse. Um, so yeah, I, I got a lot in store for these, you know, coming few weeks. So you guys stay tuned, rock with me, and I will catch y'all next week. Later. Thank you.